everyone, and welcome to Monty and Mickey, the Geek Pop Culture Podcast. Uh, today we've got a uh, pretty, pretty interesting, a little bit of a different, almost like a tourist guide to geek, I guess. I, I don't Real know what, stuff. Um, so we're going to be talking about uh, Gal- Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, specifically the Disneyland version, and uh, in Avengers. Yeah, in in California. And the Avengers campus. Uh, and I just got off of the vacation. We, we talked about this a little bit earlier uh, in, in an earlier episode that uh, Mickey just got done with his vacation. Uh, I simultaneously had a vacation and went to California to Disneyland. And so we're going to be talking about kind of some of the neater, some cooler things for anybody that's interested in going or just is interested in what is there. And kind of dive into maybe some of the merchandise, some of the experiences, and just a little bit more about what it is. And I, you might have not heard about it before. Um, it's just for people that aren't aware. There are two different parks within. One is in uh, Disneyland. Uh, the Galaxy's Edge is in Disneyland. And then Avengers Campus is in uh, Cal- Disney California Adventure. Oh, I didn't realize that. Yeah, so... Of course, oh. because you know most people are Star Wars and Marvel fans. Right. You can't just buy one ticket oh, and so get they're into geniuses because they're so Disney. They're going to know. As much money yeah, as they so can. we ended up doing the Hopper Pass so that we could go into each one. We ever talked about that? I yeah. didn't realize that. Yep. Those greedy. So, I mean, that greedy mouse. Those evil, evil geniuses. Um. So yeah, hey, but, Mickey, you're greedy. <laughs> have you ever seen those? Sorry, go off topic. Later. Have you ever seen those? Um videos or like voice recordings where it's like people just like talking like that or right. like kermit or something in the, or elmo Being and it's like raunchy. but it's like yeah like like when i you know <laughs> i'm gonna murder your this. family and you know <laughs> that's pretty like, good actually i don't, I don't know. know you could so, do that i've been doing the voice my whole life because my name is mickey that's pretty good i, I want to tell you mickey i've been watching of Mickey Mouse's Clubhouse. I bet lately. you have. So I, it's kind of like, you know you know how you go, what do they call that when you go to a foreign country and it's like, not trial by fire, but you like go into like, it's like immersive learning. Like you just throw yourself into it. That's what I feel like my like, it's goofy. I don't know. Again, that, that one isn't <laughs> as good. good. No, that was uh, pretty good too. But before we get any further, uh, Mickey's going to go over some, we've, we've got a lot of things. There's been just a lot of like in the news kind of stuff. We're going to, we're going to try to stick to the more, you know, not memes, but more of the, uh, actual news. So Mickey, what do we got for some of the more recent things that have happened or been announced or we've talked about on the Monty and Mickey, uh, podcast, podcast, Facebook group. Uh, I'm going through it right now. There's. It's been a while. Yeah. Well, has it, it hasn't been that long since our last Not time. as long as the time before because right. we weren't very diligent. But um, there's a lot of releases and stuff. Um, yeah. There's been a ton. And I, I mentioned it in one of the uh, posts. Like, And I just feel like they've been trying to make up for you know lost time with the pandemic and everything. So I, th- I mentioned something about how I f- they like released like five new – Disney alone released like five new trailers like within the last – two weeks or something crazy but anyways sorry mickey go ahead and uh start us out with some some in the news kind of stuff uh, one one not so it's not really in the news but i just want to say it out loud oh the, the one i posted that says and I, I, as soon as i saw it because it's batman it says 
There are 492 billionaires on this planet. Not one of those losers has decided to become Batman. I mean, I got to be honest with you. It's true. If I was a billionaire, if somebody handed me a billion dollars tomorrow, I can't lie and say that part of my, like, five to ten year plan would be building a Batcave. Like, why would you not? Well, like, you're, I mean, you're a little biased because you're a Batman yeah, I mean, Jeff but, Bezos is flying to space and Virgin and, you know, the and guy Elon from Virgin. Musk, he, yeah. They're trying to do all these great things for mankind and, you know, explore the galaxy. I, I would have a Batmobile. Batman would, was trying to do things for mankind, he was. too. He, he was, was trying, an Avenger. He was trying to. A, a, Justice League. He was an entrepreneur. You know, no. What's Vigilante. Vigilante. Is. There we go. Big words are hard. Um. The, Word of the, the day brought to you by <laughs> two guys who can't pronounce them: Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Star Wars. That's a pretty funny segment. Oh yeah, you version. had posted that. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's yeah. Those guys are those guys are great. They're from uh, Hot Fuzz and uh, Shaun of the Dead. Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, yeah, they and Simon Pegg's been in a bunch of movies actually. Now, random fact for you: Did you know that John Belushi went to UW Whitewater? I did know he went to a Wisconsin school. Oh, was it Wisconsin? Maybe it was just Wisconsin. It was one of the Wisconsin schools. Like Chris Farley went to yeah. Madison. Yeah. And they both Marquette. died. Marquette or Madison? I, I thought it was Madison. Maybe oh. it was Marquette. But okay. the thing is, they died the same way on the same day. Oh, that's Because Chris Farley, that John Belushi was Chris Farley's idol. So oh. I, I think, like, David Spade and other people have, have alluded to the fact that it might have been planned. But the fact that they both like have, it was a suicide pact, or like well, he died like, and then he like, said, "I'm just going to kill." I'm going to overdo it tonight more than I normally overdo it because he liked to do the drugs and the alcohol, like a lot of those yeah, SNL right. characters did, you know. But right. it's almost like he set out on that day. Mm. Well, yeah, which is kind of creepy, but still downer. Okay, yeah. bring us bring us up and happy stuff now. Uh, yeah. Um, actually, I'm not seeing a whole lot. Well, I know that there was a. There was a um, Dwayne the Rock Johnson. Um, he's been in a lot of things lately. He's got a new movie called Jungle Cruise coming out with Emily Blunt, and that looks fun. I know that that's one of many different movies that have been made based on a Disney ride. Oh, that's what. Yeah, that's what. It um, is. Oh, I didn't post it. It was kind of like a little. Yeah, I don't know. Um, there was a video that. Ryan Reynolds, so meta. Okay, I'm gonna give me a second to explain what the video is. The TikTok thing you're talking about? No, there's that, but then there was a different video I I didn't post. (laughs) And it's Ryan Reynolds as Deadpool promoting his new movie, Free Guy. Okay? Oh, yeah. So, you following me so far? Yeah. Yeah, because I posted something that was just about that movie. Right. We mentioned it last podcast. So, he was promoting it, but as Deadpool. Yeah. Korg showed up in the in the video, okay? Korg as Taika Waititi, the voice of Korg. Right. And he's talking about Taika Waititi <laughs> as if he's, like, a completely different person. And he's like, oh, that person. So it's Korg talking to Deadpool, who is Ryan Reynolds, promoting Free Guy, a movie has nothing to do with the Marvel Universe. But... This is the big button. That's hilarious. It I is mean, hilarious. I it's mean, perfect. man, does that guy know how to promote? Like, Gene Simmons is going, man, I wish I'd have known how to do that. Yes. And He's that like, guy made everything KISS-related when he was promoting. So. I, it, it, I think they call it, like, guerrilla marketing or something. Like, he just, like, 
He doesn't like that video cost him pennies to make, and he just put it on Facebook. Oh right, like it's gonna be shared the piss out of it. And when I like Gene Simmons is the you know one of the lead singers of Kiss, they they made Kiss lunchboxes, Kiss yeah, underwear, right. Kiss Merchandising Kiss was... poop. I mean Kiss wallpaper, Kiss yeah. zits. I think if you had acne and you wanted to say Kiss on it, you could have bought it. <laughs> yeah, acne food. Yeah. But here, but but here's the big but on all that because that alone would have made it a great. Butt zits, too. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that would alone would have made it a great video. This, and I, and somebody please tell me if I'm wrong, was Deadpool's official debut into the MCU. Think oh, about right. it. He's interacting with a yeah. character from, from X-Men. the M- No, from oh, fr- Thor. Oh, Ragnarok. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. Korg. Is in the MCU. Yeah, yeah. If Korg is talking to Deadpool, why are they that associating unless they're in the same That universe. Deadpool is in the same universe they, they now. Of each other. Officially. Officially. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds Deadpool. Man. I'm going to say it again to let it sink in a little bit and marinate. Yeah. Ryan Reynolds Deadpool is in the MCU. Man, I love the. I mean, you. I've like said a bunch of times, you, with your enthusiasm, you got me the MCU. I saw a couple of movies. I've said this before, but. You got me wanting to watch them. I'm all geeked out. I love it now. It's Those are some of my favorite movies of all time. Yeah. And I'm a huge Star Wars fan. Deadpool, by far and away, my favorite character of, of any superhero or anything because yep. he's such a smartass. Gee, I wonder why. Can you relate? Yeah, <laughs> maybe. And now the fact that they're, they're coming together, oh, my yeah. God. I mean, that's, yeah, that makes me not, it's permagrin right now, you know? Yeah, it's... So that was like everybody kind of knew that that was going to happen, and it wasn't like official, official, but it was official. And it's, it's this weird thing where you know some comicbook.com article coming out, and it's like, oh, he's in the MCU now, and it's like he said three sentences and breathed a sigh at an interview. Like, how did you pull that from that? Yeah, right. But this, this was is... pretty obvious. But it's like Two characters I, as I was watching other. it, I was like, oh, so he's in the MCU now. Two characters talking to each other, one Sean from the other. <laughs> that was weird, yeah. <laughs> James Bond is in the house. <laughs> but, yeah, it's official, unofficial. I mean, it's Ryan Reynolds' way of, like, that's, uh, that's how you picture him He's subtle and sarcastic and a smartass. So, I mean, yeah, that's that's Promoting a movie that's completely off in left field that does nothing to do with the MCU. Right. He knows how to promote, and he's funny when he does it, and it's subtle, and it's, and so, you know, it's not obnoxious when he does it. It's obnoxious as hell. But when he does it, it doesn't. It's not considered. I don't consider it obnoxious. Here to talk about Mint Mobile, <laughs> isn't it weird? He's over the top obnoxious, but because he's him and the way he does it, it doesn't feel obnoxious. He uses comedy to promote businesses. Oh I think man, a is he good at it? Between doing that and just being like, in your Have face, you gotten your auto warranty lately? Yeah, and and just it's great, it's great, it's great, it's great. Buy it, buy it, watch it, watch it, watch it. He's not doing that. Yeah. Right. It's it's subtle, sarcastic. Like, he put thought into his commercials. He puts thought into it to make it witty and funny and obnoxious. But it's like it's still this subtle. Way, this marketing genius. It, it, right. He got Deadpool. He single handedly got Deadpool off the ground. Uh, right. If he wouldn't have put in that's the what I've heard over and like over the again. social media presence and everything that he did on his own with like no backing. Right. They wouldn't have been. There would be Including no. Including financially, yeah. From what I've been told, yeah. He's just like, I want this to happen. And I mean, dude, dude does all right, despite what his comments about his own ability in the Deadpool movie. He he does all right. So 
he must be a decent actor because he's made some money, but he's throwing his own dollars at this. Yeah. And as a result, you got to spend money to make money. I mean, it's doing well. Well, yeah, they made a second move. There's going to be a third one. He I knows what he's the, doing, yeah. and, and he knows a gold mine when he sees it, obviously. So him, and I would say, and I obviously it's depending on who you follow, you're going to see more of them. It's just kind of the way it is. But I've, I'm now, I've, in the past six months to a year, I've been following Dwayne The Rock Johnson. And he's been doing so much, just an incredible so that, volume that's what I of was, stuff. I was looking for this when I said his name and it sounded like I had a stroke. Black Adam. Yes, that's right. Yep, that's like officially. I think we might have mentioned that in the last episode. Yeah, that's officially wrapped but now. But this has been posted yeah. now. It's, it's, He's yeah. got like crazy technology where they put like, you know how they have the, you ever heard of a mocap suit? Those green suits with like the dots on them and they. Oh, yeah. They pick up movements, and that's how they, like, put it into the digital, you know, whatever. Yeah. They put those on his muscles. It wasn't even a suit. individual things on his muscles. On his skin. So it could capture his muscle movement as he's doing certain movements and stuff so that they can then incorporate that digitally into however, whatever scene or anything. And, I mean, the dude's buff. I mean, he's a big guy. Oh, yeah, he's real. You know, he's an ex, you know, WWF. Well, he started as a... As a pretty big time football player at yeah. University of Miami, and then he was an actor. But and you got to like be ripped. still working out like every day. He's like, well, you, you got to be an actor to be in wrestling, but you right. also got to be in really buff, good shape. And so he had that. So I, people don't realize because he's doing different roles now too. It's not just the same incredible beefcake roles. Yeah, I mean he he's shown. He, we were just watching something the other day where he was kind of trying to be an actor, and he was kind of feminine. I don't remember what movie it was, but. It took me a minute to because he had like a f- an afro and like facial hair, and I'm like, oh my god, that's The Rock. Yeah, I can't remember what movie, but he was kind of like, I, I want to be an actor, and and and. Oh yeah, I think I know which one. I don't know. I don't know the name of it. But I, I, know I just and he the 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 part because he's trying to impress like a producer or something, whoever it is, and he he's he plays two scenes or two parts from the movie Bring It On, so he goes teenage. Oh cheerleader and he he was pretty good at it i mean dude's got some he's, range you know? he's just like i said it's it's so cool to see somebody like that like that just in in and, and he's a likable per like right. he's like a like you never hear anything but bad about him off screen or what anything. i was gonna say is there's a new movie coming out with him ryan reynolds and gail gadot oh yeah called red notice yeah and he like said something about like he when ryan reynolds was promoting it what? when he posted it oh he when, was oh yeah he when he was Posting a Facebook post about it, he goes, if they ever let me make a Fast and the Furious movie, it would be about racing oh, canoes, yeah, but yeah. not just normal oh, that's canoes, right, yeah. with a steamer in it. But since they're not going to be do- letting me do that, and it's like, well, yeah, The Rock was in Fast and the Furious, Gilded Out. I mean, those types of movies where you're just like, the talent is just dripping it, from the promo poster. It would be about a family of racing canoes, but not normal racing canoes. They'd have all oil tanker engines and submarine capabilities but since those cowards will never make that movie because they're afraid of art i'm glad i got to be part of red notice which now is a really release date of november 12th yeah man does he know how to promote yeah. right and him like she I said, looks really good in that dress i'm just saying yeah she's she's showing a little ankle she's an attractive woman yeah yeah um really high ankle yeah. <laughs> um anyways uh yeah. Anything else before we get into the the meat and potatoes, as they say? No, I'm I'm interested in seeing uh, Dwayne the Rock Johnson as a superhero. 
Yeah, I think I don't know much about Black Adam. He's like an anti-hero, I guess. Well, it says this image of Black Adam from behind gives you a tactile sense of the absolute massive scale and size of our movie, and appropriate destruction. You see, superheroes have a code of justice and don't kill the bad guys, but Black Adam does. Right. The hierarchy of power in the DC universe, which is interesting, and I it's nice to bring a guy that big into the DC yeah. universe. Maybe they're finally getting their stuff together. I think it's gonna. I think that that movie is gonna help turn the page oh, on man. a lot because they've had big names obviously but i mean he's as big as it gets he's so talented point. yeah and, and it says the anti-hero the man in black the protector of the people it sounds like an, another batman type of character yeah, kind of like a batman you know? like the vigilante but almost like more like the punisher or like right. deadpool like that like he doesn't have a strict code moral code He's just like, like Deadpool. Kind I of. know what's right, and I'm gonna do what, and justify the means. I'm gonna know what I'm going. I I'm not going to abide by any rules or laws to do the right He's thing. He's got his make own sure set of rules. Is served, That's kind of like Deadpool. Like yeah, exactly. And yeah, yeah Deadpool and, and and some of those other characters that kind of blur the lines. Whereas I think what he's talking about in the DC universe, you've got a Wonder Woman who's like a clean. You know, I gotta do the right thing. She's got a lasso of truth for God's sake. <laughs> Batman, I don't kill people. Yeah. I don't use guns. I don't kill people. Superman, I mean, he's just like the golden boy you love right. to hate. Like Captain America, you know. He's like gonna there, he's gonna bring a different angle of that, you know, the dark so. side of justice. Right. I mean, why, why? I mean, you could say that about Batman, but like you say, he's got certain rules that he abides by that yeah. society has. You right. know, brought. Black Adam's gonna kill somebody. Yeah. Like if it was Black Adam and the Joker, like Joker's dead. Yeah, like that's how he's gonna. That's that's the way I took it. And like I said, I don't know anything about that character. That's but that's what I. I mean, it's not society's rules. He's gonna go by. It's his own set of rules. Where like Batman is the dark vigilante, but he goes by society's rules and all right. that stuff too. Right. You know? He's trying to. Yeah, he's trying to keep people alive. Yeah, and justice according to the government. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, so let's let's get into it. And like I said, um, these these two parks are just. It's just. It's an experience. Um, it's it's a it's a fun thing to do with your family, but it's also like, and 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 I don't know if you're the type of person who can go to a movie by themselves and have a good time. Like I'm the type of person that can enjoy. So, like I could go to these parks by myself and just like yeah have a good time. At this but age, I think something I that I'd obviously not. is a family oriented. Right. It's Disneyland. You want to do, but it's nice to feed off somebody else who enjoys oh, it for as sure. much and as talk you know. about things. Be like, oh, right. did you see that? Like, yeah. it, but. I guess what I'm saying is it's you could go by yourself so and great. still have a good time. Right. Yeah. Um, so the first one I want to talk about, uh, because we have a lot to talk about on Galaxy's Edge, and not as much for the Avengers Campus, is I want to talk about Avengers Campus. So like I said, this just came out. And when I say just came out, like last month or two months ago came out. It was uh, something that had been talked about for a while. And kind of the history, this area of the park, uh, I, th- I don't know. I think it was like part of Hollywood land or something. Mm-hmm. The Hollywood Tower of Terror was converted years ago into the uh, Mission Guardians of the Galaxy Mission Breakout ride. So the that ride was a while back. So this is like on the like back end huh. of the Avengers campus. That must have been about it. four years ago. Four and a half years ago. Did you did you ride it? I rode the Tower of Terror. Oh, okay. It, at Disneyland. Right. Right okay. before I started at McMahon. Like, okay. That trip so it, happened, and then, like, the day, like, the, the the week I got back, I started at McMahon where okay. I met you. So Yeah. 
so they yeah so that was still fairly recent but not as recent as the rest of avengers campus so i'm going to kind of i've got a little map here to kind of talk about it but um i'll start out with that can you see the map everyone (laughs) use your imagination (laughs) use the force um there's so there's so much i mean we're not going to be able to cover everything but that ride was worth the 45 minutes or whatever that i rated it it was it was tower of terror but you've been on tower of terror yeah i went to the one in disney world okay it's that same idea where it's like it's just an elevator but you're moving moving up up and down down faster like like i came out of my seat but the storytelling stuff came out of my butt too (laughs) because i i get scared by that stuff just just pulled it out i don't know yeah yeah, right gravity wasn't Um, fast my mom was trying to because she's not like super into thrill rides or roller coasters so she's like looking at me she's looking in the the line she's like if that little kid can do it, then I can. If that uh-huh. old guy can do it, Talking I can do it. yourself You know, it, making yeah. sure. But it was it was the storytelling part of it. Part of it was just as good. Where it's like you're trying to help the Guardians of the Galaxy escape the Collector, and the Collector's got them locked up. All right. Rockets, you know, messing with the electronics of the you know elevator, and you're going up, and he's like, "Oh, sorry," and then you know you come down, and and it's that type of like experience helped you like. Not really get realize it. as much like oh this is just tower of terror well because tower of terror is cool by itself like you said but with a story behind it like oh yeah. i understand why we're like, going through this you'd go and then the doors would open up and it'd be like yeah. the guardians of the galaxy fighting like some big thing and then you know drax going oh and like stabbing something you know and then they jerk and then you then back down, down and shove you back up and, and it still had the whole gimmick not gimmick but the whole like component of you go all the way to the top Ugh. It opens up and you get to see the entire Avengers campus. Yeah. And then it shuts and then you fall down. You know. Yeah. So that was like I said, that was a fun and and waiting in line, like there's like a whole like oh, I suppose. You know, different things on display and like the collector has his you're walking through his collection, right? And right. Like, different, you know, things that he's around the galaxy, you know. Well, they, they're giving, uh, feeding into the anticipation of getting out of the ride. By, right. Whereas Tower of Terror, I mean, they had cool decorations and stuff. I, don't, but this yeah, is I actually can't fine. remember that one, like what they had, you know, in the I don't line. remember exactly. I mean, it was cool. I mean, it was decorated well because that's, you know, Disney knows how to like do it. It a haunted it. hotel. Right. You know. It wasn't anything like, oh, I have to read this and then I got to read that or anything yeah. like that. Like this, this, this was a story the whole way, it sounds like. Right. And then you got like put in a room. So like. They really were intentional about not making you just wait in line raw, if that makes sense. Right. So you kind of snaked around and you had to wait in line, but then they, like, put you in a room, and then they had, like, a little, like, this is what you're going to do. This is how the the story is being told. And then you'd go and wait in another line to actually get on the ride. So it was like they were kind of, you know, keeping things. They're prepping you for the story. Yeah. But there's build. I mean, there's steps and phases to, yes. to what it's you're not doing. just get on the ride do it and leave yeah like, stand in line and go no, and even like like they were playing all the 80s music from you know awesome Guardians volume Galaxy, one yeah. and two yeah. and, um so you know those types of but it was a fun Chris ride Pratt good... showed up he flashed him <laughs> oh wait no, that, that, he shook my hand so i've been a big fan of monty and mickey my entire life <laughs> um and then they've got the Quinjet, and this is like basically you've probably heard the phrase thrown around but it's like on top of a building in the Avengers campus, and it's like there's like a balcony that like characters come out and wave to people from the balcony. Oh, and yeah. Like there's like kind of like what the Millennium Falcon is to the Star Wars universe. This is like this jet from the Marvel universe is like sitting parked on top of this building. 
Um, kind of cheesy, or not? Uh, it was pretty cool. Oh, really? I, I I didn't like. I mean, I I think I've got the characters pictures. waving is always a little cheesy. Yeah, th- that part was, but it was still kind of That's like a part neat, of. Danny. It. I mean, it was a little bit cheesy, but it wasn't like I don't know. It was still a, a kind of a cool experience to see those guys. You know, the way that. They came out and waved and all that that type of stuff. So well, and that's what Disney does. I mean, yeah, and, and and you know that's part of the experience. But it wasn't it wasn't done poorly, I guess. Well, what, yeah. Um, they throw enough money at everything; it's always going to be done pretty well. Yeah, yeah. And uh, then then you had the Pim's Test Kitchen. Um, uh, Hank Pim. He's got a test kitchen in the lab, and the lab itself was like basically a bar and it was different specialty cocktails and that kind of thing but the kitchen was they played with scale so it was like a giant can of coke that was feeding the you know coke machines or or the fountain drinks and then it was like you know a giant piece of chicken on a plate and then it was like um you know random stuff like that where you you they just kind of like i said just kind of i don't know it it's hard to explain without like having a YouTube video to, you know, talk about this. But it's like really know, small stuff and really large, really large stuff, like really a small big piece stuff. Of chicken on a tiny little bun. Kind yeah, of thing. that kind of thing yeah. where it's like he's playing with the pin particles. You know. Yeah, that'd be um, awesome. We didn't go in there. We had worth. we had reservations for other uh, lunch and dinner, but it was still like you know something that I would go back and check out. You know, on the on next time that I go. But it's virtually impossible to get. I mean, it's not impossible, but you got to to get those to get in line or whatever. Well, no, they made it a little bit easier now. So you can oh, do like, a, you know how they got like curbside pickup now. They basically have that for the bigger restaurants like that, where you can order on the app and then just pick it up. Oh, really? Yeah. And it's a lot cleaner. It's a lot quicker from what we could tell, like. We'll talk about the blue milk and the green milk. Like, oh, yeah. we were in line for, like, 25 minutes. We could have just done it on the app, and the guy was right there like, oh, a new order. Let's put it on the side there. Oh, really? So, you know, those types of things with the app makes it easier. So, definitely, if you're going to go to Disneyland, Disney World. Oh, I'm thinking of the know. Spider-Man ride. That was so hard. For the me. the yeah. Spider-Man ride, yeah. And then, um, we'll talk about that in a second, too. But then the other one was um, uh, Doctor Strange had the uh, – the sanctum the ancient sanctum and it was like a show that he puts on and it's you know it's kind of a cool you know he's waving his arm and it's like a big screen tv behind him and it's conjuring the you know portal or whatever and all that kind of stuff we didn't end up going to that i like dr strange so I, w- I think i would have enjoyed i would have gone i think i think at night it would have been a lot right a really cool uh, experience more you mysterious know. or whatever yeah um, and then the big thing that I think they were promoting a lot was they had the Web Slingers Spider-Man adventure, and that's the one you're talking about where yeah. you had to get in a queue, and if you're not, like, literally seconds, if you're not in there pressing accept, you're not going to get on the ride that day. And so we didn't end up – didn't have the opportunity to do it, but we got to see, you know, we got to walk around the building, and it's like this warehouse, and – you know, it's 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 plays on the whole, you know, Tony Stark put together this, you know, basically kind of like a group of, you know, smart kids who are testing things. And the the idea behind the ride is it's kind of like Toy Story Mania. Um, and we had talked about how 
it, you got that like component of your you're not just on a ride you're not just on a ride you're actually shooting something you're just trying to target. get a high score yeah. and so that's the same thing but you use your hands like you're shooting webs like to shoot spider-man these, like spider-man shooting these spider bots that in the story they get free and you got to capture them all down but you can also buy add-ons so that you can actually buy something that goes on your wrist at the shop next door you go on the ride you try to play it you find out you suck while you're doing it and then you can go into the gift shop and buy an accessory that helps you go on the ride and do better yes that's man eh. like i said do they know how you, to market and make if money you like spending what? money this is oh the place for God. you um i never knew that What's really cool, though, is they've got this, in that area, they got this actor that comes out as Spider-Man, but it's like all, you know, through speakers where he's talking, and it's Tom Holland's voice, and he's doing a little thing, and he's like, oh, let's check this out, and he's like, you know, doing, uh, you know, somersaults and jumping over stuff and doing flips and all this stuff, and so eventually in the show, he kind of like, is like, oh, let me try it, and he's like talking to his like AI, you know, how he does that in the Spider-Man movies, yeah. like in his suit. And he's like, oh, let's, let's test this out. And so it's supposed to be like he climbs to the top of the building and then jumps off. Well, Michaela didn't know it. I knew it ahead of time that it was like the when he, in quotes, jumps off the building, it's a – spoiler alert. It's actually a robot. And they figured out how to get this robot to swing from a rope, do a flip in the air, and then – land behind a building like on some big you know cushion and then the actor kind of like walks out from around the building and is like did you guys see so that the robot does look like it, it like Mikhail was real. convinced no completely convinced joy was convinced i heard it really? the entire rest of the trip spider-man jumping hurt his head <laughs> but he's okay though he didn't okay. he, you know so i wish i would have took a video of that but it it was just like those types of things that they just take it to the next level you know yeah oh yeah i mean that sounds pretty amazing um but overall it was it was fun it was a slightly smaller than some of the other areas of disneyland or disneyland california adventure but it was still a really cool experience i i i would definitely go back again there's still stuff i didn't get a chance to even look at or or be a part of so i know that you know it's not something that you go once and you're done you know and a lot of these things, like, well, because you know, there's so much detail and so much detail, get, so much things that you miss the first. There's time so many and, people around to distract you, and then yeah, and you know, crap happens because that's life. So you don't necessarily get to go at the pace you'd like to, and all that stuff. Right, you so can't. You got to go back. You got yeah, but you want to, which means they did a good job. I almost forgot to mention at the shawarma palace, um, my wife got a. The That's nano awesome. glove, Tony Stark's nano glove. And what it is, is it's like you're holding basically this little cup holder and you put your drink in it. So you buy it and, you know, you get a, a bottle of soda so you can drink like, and it lights up. and it's Soda. Like, it's a gauntlet. Though. Soda. Pop. Ridiculous. No, I'm talking about beer. Oh. Well, they weren't <laughs> selling beer there. You didn't even get my, my hand when I said You can put beer in I'll put soda. beer in here. I'll put beer in here in a second. She, she's... My my wife's pregnant oh, with twins. Oh, I, I suppose she's got to be responsible. I don't think I officially announced that on the Monty and Mickey podcast yet. But N- nice way to do it too. Um, she so she got that. That was like one of the 
things that she was like, I got to get this. And so now on my um, So that'll be my used shelf, a lot more once the twins are born? Yes. Yeah. I'm, on my shelf, I've got the Infinity Gauntlet and then the Nano Gauntlet. So, you know, completionist. Yeah. But Plus anyways, it holds the glass. Plus I can multitask. Lubricate my organs with it. That was a weird way to say drink yeah, water or drink. <laughs> kind of creepy and dirty. I um, still want to drink. Whoa! I didn't even. I wasn't even going the dirty route. I was just like hydrate. <laughs> I was like th- gonna say like hydrate. You know, oh. like hydrate. Well, you my, said my, lubricate. Yeah, oh That's my god! I'm sorry. Please, please. Uh, <laughs> yeah, right. Family podcast. You can tell by the way we Jeez. talk. Um, Good thing so, no families listen to it. So <laughs> I know. Yeah, right. I know I had mentioned a couple things. I don't know. Had you looked at any other, um, like, videos or anything else that – Iron Man Infinity Gauntlet, that's what it, that's what it's called. But um, was there any other things that you saw or you were, like, had questions about or anything? Did you watch any videos on – I did, but it was a while before my trip, so okay. I don't really recall it. That, but, I mean, you anything that I do remember you talked about and you said – because like you said, I think you went to the things that really draw your attention. Right. You could go back and... And um, I printed off some little like brochure about it. And so kind of expanding on the uh, web supplier store. At this one shop here, one-stop hero shop, find everything to accept important emissions at a moment's notice. From spider bots to web tech, apparel and more, suit up with the latest superhero gear from Worldwide Engineering Brigade, the web that's web. That's what it stands All for. All right, yeah. Um, Look at how well we can read. That's like three or four things we've read on this episode. Man, this is good Monty readers. and Mickey narrate. <laughs> um, but I did get a pop because, of course, Funko was involved in this adventure. I did get a pop from the web supplier store that was a Spider-Man pop that I'm like, okay, I got to get pretty cool. Funko, you know. That one's pretty cool. Um, but, yeah, that like I said, I was really excited to see it. It wasn't like – I wasn't as excited as Galaxy's Edge, but it was still, like I said, great experience. Recommend it. Definitely going to want to go back again sometime. Well, you and your wife both said it wasn't as big of an area, right? Right. And I think that they, I know they have plans. Like, it was even, like, ominous. Like, you go to a certain area, like, back, you can't see the map, but back here they actually (laughs) had signs up. And it's like Stark, you know. Business in in progress or so. So oh, really? they're going to expand and make it bigger, and they're going to oh, add right. things to it. And that'll know. be elaborate if it's related to his stuff. So they have little, yeah, like little Easter eggs that kind of stuff. Um, but let's talk about Galaxy's Edge now. I mean, like I said, this is something that I've been looking forward to. Um, we weren't sure that we we're going to be able to make it just because of the COVID stuff, and they were. It didn't. It didn't disappoint. I'll just. I mean, if you, if you're wondering if I was gonna be like, eh, two out of five stars, it was, you, yeah. you know, pretty pretty boring. Yeah, I mean, because because you had it pretty built up in your head, and you had some pretty high expectations, and for it to live up to it is pretty amazing. Yeah, as it, usual, Disney can came through. Then they did, and so I'm gonna get into some of the. I want to talk about the land itself first, and then I'll talk about some of the items that we purchased. There's a couple things that we bought while we were there that are worth mentioning. But in this in this area, I mentioned it, I think, in the last podcast, but the two big rides are the um, – so, so back up just a second. So it's called Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. That's the, the area of the park. 
it's like you know how it's like American Family Field in such and such park. You ever heard it described like that, where it's like the field, but they got like two names. Yeah. So this is kind of like that, where it's Star Wars Galaxy's Edge, Black Spire Outpost in the planet of uh, Batu. So it's like this whole like. They're world building before you even get in. Right. Like, they're trying to describe this. You're on a planet, but this is just an area on the planet. This is an area. This is Black Spire Outpost in Batu, in the the park called Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. So getting that all out of the way. Um, But there's two main rides. And, and, you know, obviously uh, Disneyland, Disney World is known for the rides. So you have... um, So you have the... Gal, I'm sorry, the English hard. Yes, um, the what's it? Millennium Falcon small. I knew it was Millennium Falcon ride. I know that wasn't the name of Smuggler's Run. Oh yeah, I did get to go on that one. Right. Rise of Resistance was the one similar to the Web Spider-Man ride. You had to be like on your phone at 7 a.m. We did not get lucky enough to get reservations to go see that one. So, Smuggler's Run, the way it works is they actually have you walk in line around the Millennium Falcon. So, as you go in line, My you're God. waiting in line, and you get to walk around the backside. dirty of and ridden hard and put away wet it looks. I mean, that yeah. looks so it's, real. So, in what It's the ship that made the pet Kessel Run in less than 12 parsecs. I don't know if you knew that or not. I've heard that once or twice. Um, but... So I, I got a picture. This is, I would say, one of, if not the best thing about Star Wars. Oh, look at, I mean, it's a look at that picture, scale, everyone. It's amazing. Oh, one-to-one one scale of the Millennium Falcon. Look at that. I I don't know. Like, you have to go online. And I, I, we will, I'll be posting in the Monty oh, that Facebook picture page you put some, po- yeah. some pictures of, of this. But... They actually went God, to like junkyards and old like airplane junkyards and pulled parts off of planes and jets and to make cars it that authentic. and make it so that it's like, where do you get a Shmilibob? Right, flux capacitor or whatever. Yeah, I, I don't crossing know. Crossing over universes. I don't know. Right I don't know. Airplane you know what I mean? Like, either, yeah. how do you like like how do you find something like that? Other than going to a junkyard and pulling. Well, parts yeah, you're not going to three D print you know, it or mass produce it together. You know, to um, and they could assembly uh, line this crap, but they wanted to look old and aged and and weathered. It's, yeah, you know? it's, it's supposed to be the Millennium Falcon from the sequel trilogy. That old hunk of junk. Yeah, and so you walk around it, and you get like basically the full three hundred sixty degree view of it, and then you even go up a, a set of stairs, and then you get to see the top of it from like a viewing really? platform, a viewing like balcony, and so you get to see this whole thing. And then you get on it, and what it is is, like, when you walk in to, like, go on the ride, it's like you're walking down the tunnel of the Millennium Falcon. No kidding. Boarding and then it. Like, the, you, I, you actually go up into that entranceway that... Yeah. Really. And then it's, like, a little ramp you get to or sit at the table that they were playing, that, like, Checkers. space chess. Yeah. Like, I got a picture of, like, my mom took a picture of me sitting at that table. Oh, yeah, that's right. I saw that. You thing. know, and so... Chewbacca didn't rip your arms out of the socket? <laughs> that's good. I beat him. Um, and he still didn't. Yeah, Man, yeah, you're tough. Was, I had my lightsaber by that point. So. <laughs> That's a good point. Um, but, so when you get on the ride, 
you, there's it's a six people person at a time, and of course they have different stations, so it kind of you know it's not like one person one right. group gets you got to have one. many many people so in there at one time. You got two pilots, two gunners, and two engineers. And my mom and I were great pilots. kid. Don't get cocky. Sorry, flashing back. Um, and I wasn't even there. So my mom and I were the pilots. I got to control left and right. She got to control up and down. If it's as frustrating as you think, <laughs> me telling you that, not that one person gets to control up and down, left and right, it was. But it was so, Especially like, with your mom. You felt like you were driving the Millennium Falcon. Like, no kidding. It was as close to, like, practical virtual reality. You have a screen in front of you. The whole cockpit moves as you're oh, wow. controlling it. The gunners are actually fine. It's fine. It's like a giant immersive video game. And you can see, so you see the TIE Fighters and all that stuff coming you're, out. You're, you're yeah, it's you. like you're sitting in the cockpit of the Millennium Falcon looking out the window at what you have to get through. So, and you guys went in the middle of the week, and you said the, the, the crowd wasn't that bad. Did you have to wait real long in order uh, to get out of this? It was, this one was probably closer to an hour wait. Well, that's a big ride. And it, Everybody wants to know, get on an aluminum Falcon, as they called it on. <laughs> On, uh, no, Seth. Seth Rogen. No, Seth Green. Seth Green's show, Robot Chicken. Oh, Robot Chicken. Aluminum Robot Falcon. Chicken. Yeah. Anyway, um, that's a long way to go for that. So you're sitting there, and it's like you've got this basically joy for our experience. I didn't. I can't speak for the in a quick side, you know, tangent. My mom was taking photos, and they weren't coming out right, so we had to retake the photo of me sitting at the the little chess board yeah. and they were like, hey, we're ready to go. Like, come on guys, let's go. Oh, and, right. and like, so you're like a crew, right? So it's like, I, I kind of joked as I was walking in, I'm like, sorry guys, you almost left without your pilots, you know, cause we were the pilots. Yeah. And that's awesome. So we're sitting there and we've got, you know, left and right up and down, but there's also other buttons in front of you. So it's not just a joystick, like what buttons will light up and you got to press the button. It's and it's like panel. instructing you. You do have to how press to do the button. It. It's not just light up stuff for, for special effects. You, you have to, it's pre- part of, but it's part of the immersive experience. Yes. Like you're in front of a cockpit panel of controls, but it's not just one joystick that yeah. you control. There's random buttons you got to right. push too. That's so all, at that's one point so cool. they go and they're giving instructions. Like, you know, the narrator or whatever is giving instructions. And at one point they go, so I was the left pilot. She was the right pilot. And they go, right pilot, we're going into hyperspace, pull the lever. And my mom, who's never, like, doesn't know what any of those words are, was, like, sitting there. Why are and they I'm, like, swearing at me We're going German. to hyperspace. We're going to hyperspace. So I just reached over, pulled the lever down, and we shot to hyperspace. Really? Like, how cool of an experience. That bucket of... That bucket of bolts actually went to hyperspace without you <laughs> the having hyperdrive to fix it? hyperdrive was fixed. Yeah. Oh, way to go, Chewy. So. Th- and your mom's so going, what, what just happened? Am I having a stroke? And she's like, I felt like I was flying a plane. So she doesn't know squat about Star Wars. And she loved it. She didn't even know the name of the ship she was in. <laughs> and she thought it was amazing. Yes. That's, that's. She- that's proof how good it was. You and, know? and she had a little bit more knowledge than that. Like, I want to give her a little bit more. Right. But, like, if I was, like. What you just said about the Kessel Run and less, she'd been like, she doesn't quote well, movie, yeah. Right? So she's she's seen Star Wars, but she she's has. not a super fan. She yeah. knows of it, yeah. yeah. She doesn't memorize uh, every line. But from exactly, every movie. that yeah. just proves how much fun it was, right? You know? Yeah, she doesn't know much about it. She doesn't care much about it, and she still had a great time, right? And so then, like I said, 
you go into this place and because of the way that they did the landscaping, because of how they built the areas around, you feel like you're in another, another galaxy. Gal- like, uh. I guess the best point, like, you know how you can stand in, like, Mickey's Toontown and look over and it's like, oh, there's the, you know, Matterhorn ride, yeah. right? Or there's Huckleberry's, whatever. You don't see any of that. Like, you walk in, oh, yeah. and it's, it's immersive. It's so high. They've got mountaintops and trees lining the path. You don't see and, the other lands like, in the background. Even to the point where we were walking out of one of the paths get around lost, here. probably. And there's, like, creatures moving and, like, making noises in the brush. Really? And, like, that type of immersion that they're like, we want you to feel like you're on another planet. Yeah. And I'm going to take another kind of tangent to talk about. We talked about it a little bit, but the whole... They're going to have a actual, you go on a cruise in the Star Wars universe, and you spend three days on the ship. Oh, yeah. And yeah. your room is, like, you look out your window, and it's <laughs> space. And, like, you're interacting with stormtroopers on this ship. One of the stops that they have is Black Spire Outpost. Like, they're like, okay, our excursion today is in Black Spire Outpost. You know, we're going to be landing on the planet of Batuu in the next hour. Please make sure, blah, blah, blah. And it's like this whole story. And like you land and then get to walk around in Black Spire Outpost. So what do you, when you, on, when you say a cruise, I mean, it's, it's, it's a, a whole, it's essentially a hotel that you check into. That looks like a ship. And but you it's a ship a room. and you get to like be on a Star Destroyer. And I mean, but like, like a regular cruise has like bowling alleys and theaters and shops yes. and There's going to be interactive things to do so in this like hotel. So it's like you're on a cruise. Yes. And you're in gonna space. do like you're gonna do in a galaxy far, far away type of type of stuff on a cruise. Yes, you get to talk to stormtroopers. And then you, you this to, is one of the stops during one of the days. Yeah, yeah you know how you like you, you go to you go on a Caribbean cruise and you stop in you know NASA, NASA or whatever. Right. Like this is one of the stops. Like a European cruise, you stop in Hungary and, right. and yeah, yeah. D- along this the, is this is one of the excursions you get to go on. How much does that cost? I wonder. It's, uh, <laughs> what? It's like over a like it's like a thousand dollars a night. A night? It's like a three night. I was deal. thinking thousand bucks total. I would might maybe do it yeah. one day. And but... I don't know how many people they can fit in a room, right? But in an yeah, like you're on a like you you are in you know bunk beds or whatever. So if it's a thousand bucks a night, it's not per person. That's total. I think it's per room. Okay, so if you get six a, people though, you know, good luck getting a reservation in the next five years. But right, but if you could conjure up six people and somehow get a reservation. It might be affordable enough to do it one time. And I would do it one time. One, t- yeah, with, I'm not. And I would like there, sneak yeah. in all my buddies to try to drive that cost. Down. Yeah, it's not going to right. Be cheap. I want to bring in ten people to pay for it because yeah. yeah. But um, still, sounds like something I'd want to do. It would be a blast. Yeah, Eventually, I'll be one of the guys you sneak in. Okay, I'll give you some money though. <laughs> okay, you buy my drinks that night. <laughs> But that's the other thing is, like, Even think two. about the interactions. Like, you're there for three days, so, like, you're well, eating that's Star what I Wars mean. food. There's you're time. drinking Star Wars drinks. You're, you're, like... Like, are you watching... Can you watch TV and what's on the TV? I, I don't, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, that, when you go to the bathroom, I'm, what's I'm the bathroom like? Well, that's... Yeah, I didn't get to go... That was on my list of things to do. I wanted to go into the bathroom at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge because I wanted... Actually, I, I should have... I, I had to have gone to the bathroom at least once in there. But even that, yeah, exactly, the bathroom... Like when you, you said, don't well, see like, beds in Star Wars either. What are the beds like in another galaxy? What's on far the TV? Away? You know what my mind immediately went to? 
the Star Wars Holiday Special. Oh God, <laughs> like, that's what you get to watch. And it's not it's not the Mystery Science Theater three thousand version where they're making fun of it. So it's funny. It's like the not. <sighs> but I'm not saying no. Even worse than just the Star Wars Special. It's the Chewbacca. It's part the of Chewbacca it. like. Cooking, <laughs> cooking with whoever. They're not talking. They're you know, just making oh, noises. Let's go down to tattooing and let's watch what's going on in this random cantina cooking bar. with like, Mama Chewie. That like oh, not God. you get to watch the holiday special. That would be fine enough. Just that just one the, scene like, segment from <laughs> where there's no talking. They're just yeah. grunting Wookie noises. Yeah. Um, <laughs> that that man. would be. See now, I would think that'd be my personal hell. But it, on the other hand, it's Star Wars. You'd just be so like, hell. yeah. Yeah. So, sorry, but the the tangent that's that's coming. So, along with that like, is a thing that's going to happen. That's a thing that's coming. They've already announced it. It's going to be it, like the shops, everything that's going to be a part of that. It's going to be great. Um so I think that sounds like a trip in our future, man. We should. We that really sounded should. really really weird. <laughs> and like I'm glad your wife's not down here anymore cuz she might talking like, about lubricating <laughs> organs. Are you getting <laughs> you couldn't grab my hand while you lubricate? Yeah. Um, but I mean, that sounds like a trip that we'd have to go. So, yeah, it, it just it's not a, so important. <laughs> no homo. <laughs> um, but it's just yeah, they, they they do a really good job, specifically with the Star Wars aspects of immersing you into the experience. Oh man! So then you have like three days of random, in another like, galaxy. It's not just you know the Millennium Falcon. Like there's a full size that's a X-wing fighter. That is an X-wing. You yeah. know. There's a uh, A wing. I think it's the A wing fighter that, or uh, it's not the A wing. I think the B wing. Or there, there's a you know, Kylo Ren ship is there. It's there. There's so many of those types of things that you get to experience, along with just you know the rides that are cool there. Well, j- yeah, the background stuff like actual ships and stuff that you see in the movies. Yeah, that you can actually. And you can go up to them and touch and stuff, right? I mean, right, right. Yeah. Um, the people there, and they talk about this with Disneyland, where their their actors or their their crew or whatever they call them, they're in character. Okay, for sure. So you get to it's go through this like George and a stormtrooper <laughs> outfit, right? Hey, man, I gotta go take a shit. <laughs> you know, hold my helmet for a while. Like, I can't. He's not gonna be like, thing. here's a coke. Like he's gonna be like. You know, can you use your data pad to pay in Imperial credits for this beverage? You know, that's how they're going to talk to you. Yeah, right. Um, Who is this? What's your number? Right. What's yeah. your, what's your, yeah. So I, we didn't get to interact. I'm kind of disappointed. We didn't get to see Chewie. We didn't get to interact with him. We didn't get to interact with Ray. We didn't get to interact with the stormtroopers as, you know, they were up on the balcony. I don't know what was, we just had bad luck of the timing right, or yeah. COVID or what. There's a lot of people. Um, Further, I just, I wanted to say you guys did. You dressed the part too. You mentioned that. we had, yeah. We're gonna put some the pictures from Michaela made some some uh, some really cool T-shirts, and you'll have to look at the post to see them. But it was basically she was she was Leia, I was Han, and I said, like you know, maybe you mentioned this in the last um, one. We enjoy was Chewy, right? Yeah, yeah. So it was you know we we definitely had some fun Did it with up. it. Yeah, uh, hers said I love you. Mine said I know, and they had. You know Hans Blaster on it, and and, Ch- and Chewie's shirt said what? Did so I- on the back of my shirt it said, "What were you afraid I was? You I was gonna leave without giving you a goodbye kiss." In the back of Michaela's it said, um, "I'd just as soon kiss a Wookie." In the back of Joy's who had the Chewbacca shirt on, <laughs> so just random letters. <laughs> That's um, awesome. Did but, anybody did anybody say anything to you guys for wearing those shirts? We were at the lamplight 
restaurant or pier or whatever, and the lady, our waitress, said, oh, are you guys Star Wars fans? And it's like, <laughs> Way to put that together. And lady. so she, she's like, oh, can I tell you a joke? And, and I'm like, sure. And she's like, are you guys big Star Wars fans? I'm like, sure, tell me a joke. So Look she what said, we're what, wearing. Did, what did Kylo Ren say, or um, what did Kylo Ren say to Princess Leia? Look, Ma, no hands. Hans. Oh. No Hans. <laughs> so, it's your wow. dad joke of the night. Yeah. Wow. Um, so. Still Star Wars Yeah, related. it was, you know. So I won't throw up in my mouth. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, one of my favorite parts, and we didn't get to explore it thoroughly, but there was this, like, open air market. And oh, they had yeah. these, like, four or five merchants. Um. They had Resistance Supply, uh, Rendezvous with other Resistance allies. Um, Members have secret makeshift posts where you can join the cause. So there's like a little like area. I'm sorry, that that wasn't in the that's that's not the merchant. I don't know if it's merchant, but this was that was a separate part from this like open air you know market. But then um, we went to it's called the Creature Stall, and Mm -hmm. in this they've got different creatures. From the Star Wars universe, um, stuffed animals, toys, puppets, um, just all kinds of all kinds of stuff like that. So they actually, you know, I, I guess they tried to make even that like the guy who was selling us the toys wasn't just like it's like being at a pet and, store in, an, you know, in a galaxy like yeah, far like away. he was like he was like playing up the part. So. <laughs> Really, even that guy was not just so, talking to you. Yeah, so what I ended up doing is I knew that I wanted to get something for my daughter, and we ended up getting a Tauntaun. And I'm going to see if he makes... That's just from petting its back. I give a him stuffed a little animal. And so it's a stuffed animal. It's probably about a f- 10 inches tall or so. It's, you know, furry. So Bendable legs and arms. As, as he's like having you know dying here but yeah. <laughs> so i so i go up to the guy and stop he, touching him like what that, was geez. really cool though is what he said though we walked in and joy kind of got scared right away and she saw that cat there's like this cat from the star wars universe like in a cage and he's flickering his it tail it looks pretty so real I'm, like, showing joy i'm like look it look it and she goes she kind of got scared and the guy goes oh don't worry We've trained all the creatures in here. They're not going to hurt you. Like, she, he was, like, on her level, like, reassuring right. her, like, but in character. Yeah. Like, d- no, we've we've trained these 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 creatures will not hurt you. We They're, they're all nice. Okay, <laughs> relax. That's my stomach. Um, Sorry. Um, and. Like, you so, would be in a pet store. Right, she, right. Know, and, 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 and it was regular world. So cool that he was able, like, that, those interactions are some of my favorite parts of this trip. Like, being able to talk to people like that. In character, reassuring my daughter that these characters aren't going to rip her arm off. But like, but it's like you're on a planet in another galaxy, far, far away. That I mean, so referring cool. to animals that you don't see on this planet. That and, and the cat, the video that you showed. I yeah. mean, off off mic. That thing looked real. It looks like there's a cat in a cage. In I the thought it was a store. real animal, like somehow you painted up like a fox or <laughs> you something. Thought it was a fox with a, a costume. Yeah, on. right. I mean, with a real life looking costume because yeah. it looks real i mean oh my god so then we go in further and you can see all the different you know toys and stuffed animals you can buy and there's a tauntaun and there's a wampa and there's a you know dewback and there's a you know all these different characters there's a porg all that and then 
we there's he's like, not having a stroke. <laughs> weird timing that I said that when that noise. Came. Okay. Okay. Stop okay. taking over the show. Damn tauntauns. He's opening up the chest. He's gonna crawl inside now to stay warm. So when I bought him, I said to the guy we were, we were standing there, and I'm like, "Hey, I'm like, so how do you like change the batteries? You know, sh- like what are the features, whatever?" And he goes, he kind of looks around and he goes, "I don't want to show you this. I, like, I, I want to make sure the kids aren't looking when I do this." And then he like, there's a little Velcro on his chest, right? Yeah. And he and he get, like, because he wants to show like that the animal's getting hurt or right. something. Like he doesn't want oh, the kids right. to see. And so it's gonna be dirty because that's where my head goes. Perfectly, as I would expect somebody with talent and wit and thought, perfectly as he's doing that, he looks at me, opens it up on the outside. That's what he said. Really? That's what he said. He he opens it up, you know, the belly opens up like as you would expect on a tauntaun, and he he's like showing me like as he's opening up, he goes, and I thought they smelled bad on the outside, and I'm like, (laughs) yeah. I wonder how I mean. I wonder if he says that all the time. Probably, when he shows. but I don't care. I'm I, right. first time he said it to me. For you, it, it was the only time. And yeah. he's like showing me the the switch and how to change the batteries. But I'm like, this there's is no great. way I don't say that every time right. I'm showing I'm like, somebody. I'm that. like, of course. That's freaking that, amazing. Like if if they had it on the back or like a little panel that open, you had to screw. Like open, he was reading like, it. I would have been disappointed. I'm like, if you're gonna sell me a tauntaun. It better have a belly that right. opens up. Like, it better have but, that feature. But he's showing it to you like, oh, here's a little feature that I can show you. And then he slips in that line yes. subtly. Not like, oh, and by the way, now I have to say this. It was. And he was like, ser- like he doesn't want to show the kids. Like, right, yeah. And you're like, oh, okay, okay. Oh, he's opening up the stomach. That's cool that it does that. And then he says that line like, yeah. Yes. That's like, what this, needs to happen. This is what I expect. Exactly. When I go Nothing to. Nothing less. This is that you're in a galaxy far, far away. Right. Right. Um, That's awesome. So that that in itself, like I said, those interactions were amazing. But Yeah. Um, That's enough to sell the trip right there, you know. Another highlight of that is, like, they've got, like, a little, like, shoulder puppet of a, the car- the little monkey. <laughs> yes. The monkey, his name officially is Salacious B. Crumb. The one that sits next to Jabba. This one that sits next to Jabba. And so you've got, like, a little remote that you can turn his head and make him talk and do all these things. And my daughter got a kick out of that as well. Right. Um, it's not as scary as the other things are. There's also a shop called the Toy Toydarian Toy Maker. And basically it looks like handmade toys, but it's like C-3PO and like a little like Chewbacca and a little R2-D2. But it's like somebody handmade these toys. Like, like wood? Out of like wood or stitched oh, them right. together. Like clearly they were made in a factory in China. Like I know oh, that. Yeah, but it feels like this old lady behind the counter made it for us right you know um, well even on my house out east trip everything we bought was made in china i'm buying shot glasses you know from amazing. maine and stuff made in china right I swear to god everything's made in china i think i might have been made in china to be honest i don't <laughs> i don't look like it but I, never mind i was gonna go we'll keep it as clean yeah, as possible well um, with me involved yeah but and then they've got a black spire outfitters where you can buy like you know pretty you know true to life cosplay items basically is what it is like really? ho- jedi hoods or you know capes right. and that kind of stuff um i'm sure people use that for cosplay too honestly oh yeah they i'm sure um jewels of i just dirt. wear it around the house because i'm free <laughs> um it, then there's a, the last one it's like explore local goods and other trinkets 
to treasure in this special shop. So they've got those types of things where it's like you can clearly buy, you know, a souvenir and not just Clothes. you buy a souvenir, like you buy a souvenir from a guy that works in a Black Spire outpost. Like, it's so cool. Because you're in you a galaxy do. far, far away. Um, but you're buying clothes, accessories. I mean, regular items that you'd buy at a store. Right. You know, Like you're going in an open-air market. Like, you right. walk in, and it looks like you're in a flea market. Like you're at Kohl's in, in Appleton, Wisconsin. I mean, yeah. yeah. That's, except you're in a galaxy far, far away, if I um, haven't said that already. There's a couple different, not, I don't think as many, maybe as many, but there's a couple food places. So there's called one called... Uh, the Kesekas kettle. It's kettle corn. Um, oh, I mean, so they're they're not restaurant. I mean, they are restaurants. This one is like, like a little a like outpost. Oh. No, yeah, it's just like a little like like cart that you can buy popcorn oh, from. Really? So you know, in the Bad Batch, when they're like, uh, victory I gotta watch mission. That today. For a um, you know, and they're eating that popcorn. Yep. That's what this is supposed to be. Oh, right. From that, you know, yeah. from the Star Wars universe, Ronto Roasters, which is like. You know that scene in Kenny Return Rogers of the Jedi? Roasters? What? It's not like Kenny Rogers Roasters. They just made, there was a chicken restaurant. Years oh, ago. I didn't. Oh, yeah. Sorry. No. <laughs> Don't be sorry. I think Kenny's the one who's sorry. Didn't do that well. Um, but you know that scene in um, Return of the Jedi where R2-D2 and C-3PO are being led in the back dungeon of Jabba's Palace? Yeah. And there's like that, that, uh, that droid that's upside down and he's getting burned. Yeah. By, so it's that droid that that was controlling it in like a little display, but he's like roasting instead right. of like burning a droid, he's roasting meat. Really? So he's like pulling because oh, it's a restaurant. And, yeah, you know, that's no, um, no kidding. Man, that's attention to detail. Another one called Docking Man. Bay Seven Food and Cargo. Choose a variety of dishes prepared with ingredients from across the galaxy. Encounter familiar flavors that have unexpected and surprising colors and textures. So. They were able to do that type of stuff too, where it was a, like, I know this is a roast beef sandwich, but just just tell me it's a wampa sandwich, like yeah, that kind oh, of stuff. Yeah, and but I, then also like just unique things that you've never eaten. Right? Yeah, because some of it's going to be kind of cheesy because it's like I know what this is, but some of it's stuff you don't get anywhere else. Right. And you mentioned right. uh, Mike the green and blue milk and all. Yeah. That stuff. So they've got the milk stand where you get to you know in a New Hope, there's blue milk, right? Yep. You get to drink that milk, which was more like, both of them were more kind of like a slushy drink than, you know, it's not milk. Right. Uh, and then the green milk from these, like, characters that, like, those creatures that Luke is milking on the... On yeah, his island. On yeah. his island. Yeah. Um, we both felt the blue one tasted better, uh, but we got one of each so we could retry it. You know? Not a whole lot that you drink that's green is going to taste. You know, even green beer tastes a little weird during... Or, like yeah. a smoothie, maybe, yeah. know, depending on what it is. I guess. Yeah. And then you had to get a, I think you had to, maybe there was like a walk-up line, but Oga's Cantina, and I think this would be a cool experience. We didn't get to go into it, but it's basically like a Star Wars bar. There's a droid <laughs> who's DJing in the corner. You order oh, drinks. They the band. They, this not in this one. Like... No, because that that's not the that's not cantina. the cantina on Tatooine. This is a right. completely different cantina on another Black planet. Spire, you know? Yeah, that's right. Um, yeah. But the bartenders, I'm sure you interact with them like you would. Drinks are expensive, as you would imagine, as you would expect. But they're like unique stuff, like a uh, fuzzy tauntaun. I think. You know? Yeah, I think and we stuff watched, like that. Where we watched the video before you left. I think about but that. about yeah, uh, and and so like those types of things you get to. You know, I it was something I'd probably spend at most 
45 minutes, half an hour in. But it would still be cool to be like, I'm sitting oh, at a bar. Because the one, because last podcast we talked about something that you and I could spend hours in this one place. This, this wasn't that. We maybe could. You're if you have the budget. You have the budget to do yeah. it. I think it would it would be fun to do. Just but sit there and milk a drink for a while. If they were charging Appleton, Wisconsin prices, and right. I could like have a beer. You know, oh, it yeah. wasn't like constantly high-end cocktails it was that you know that's that's what's on the menu and and they had food and stuff too but did um, anybody say i don't like you he doesn't like you either you just watch yourself (laughs) i didn't get to go in oh that's right i would have i would have loved to have seen that but um fun side note uh they're making a black series play set with that bar from the cantina and those two characters with Obi-Wan walrus man and and that whatever that guy's they're, name they're black uh hasbro announced that i think like this week or last really week. Yeah. that's cool um no kidding so that's the food in the the last two merchants that i want to touch on last three so doc ondar's den of antiquities that's a mouthful i'll read the description and then i'll um talk about my experience with it Hidden inside the den, you'll encounter a rotating collection of unique items that include everything from jewelry to ancient tools to rare kyber crystals, the statues, and even a collection of famous lightsabers. The electric assortment of goods comes from many different planets and eras. How Doc Andor acquired all of these treasures, no one knows. Some secrets are better off kept that way. Other secrets are better kept off kept for sale on the shelf of Doc Ondor's Den of Antiquities. No kidding. So essentially what it's supposed to be, it's a shop. It's a it's a it's a souvenir shop or it's a it's a shop in Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. In the corner Which is, character is Doc Ondor? He I, I keep thinking of Dexter, the cook. So That's, you know that like hammerhead looking guy? Yeah. That's Doc Ondor in this Oh he's got that like the head that kind of like goes like, like a hammerhead, yeah, and then comes like down, and then his neck kind of right. That's him. So he's in the corner. He's one of those species. Of, yeah, okay. he's in the corner, like behind a cage or whatever. Like you're supposed, like he's oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, I was thinking Dex, the one that um, Obi Wan when he's younger goes and talks to, gets some. Oh no no cook. no! Yeah, that's what I was yep. thinking of. Yeah. Um. So you go in and you don't need to buy a single thing in this shop, and you would have a a amazing time really there's a full-size stuffed wampa up on the second floor stuffed there's like yeah. an entire second floor that you don't even get to like go up and look at you can see from the ground floor of collection random stormtrooper helmets random just they've got it chock full of easter eggs and things that you can explore um, but it's displayed in a way that you'd expect like you like a guy collecting things from across the galaxy right yeah, yeah. um on one of the walls there's the only two creatures i know offhand is there's a tauntaun head and a nexu head the nexu is the cat thing from oh, the yeah. genosis arena yeah, with the big ass teeth and it's like my my daughter was scared like she went in there and she had to leave because well, those how teeth life are, like it was well, those nexu teeth are pretty ferocious and looking, so yeah. Like, I'm like, let's look at this. And she's like, no, I'm scared. So mom had to take her out. And I was like looking around, taking pictures, taking photos or taking videos. And they have like a baby Sarlacc pit. And it's like a cross section yeah, with awesome. like a, like a, basically like a reptile tank. It looks so real. And it's got, you can see like below the surface. It's kind of like a, you know, the expression with a uh, iceberg where it's like 90% of it. Like I, 
I pulled it up, and I'm I'm gonna pull it up right now because the sarlacc so is the crazy. Is the, but the sarlacc, the is, sand pit that can yeah. eat you. Go ahead and describe for people who don't well, like know. in in A New Hope, it's where Boba Fett falls into. Turn of the Jedi. Oh yeah, Jesus. Well, yeah, it he falls into it. It's a big pit with you know this the sand pit with teeth, and I mean the pictures that he showed me in the video, they actually have a cross section of it where you can see. The body underneath the sand, it's freaking amazing in how realistic it looks. Oh, my God. It was, yeah, it was just cool that it's like a baby, though. And yeah, because so, yeah, a big one would take up a little space. <laughs> so, my... my it's, it's pretty nasty and ugly looking. My uh, visual dictionary here. Um, so, I've got, like, the cross section, and it talks about the different parts of a, sar- a sarlacc. And, but, so, this is a baby one that's in his shop, like, apparently, that he captured or caught yeah. or whatever. Yeah. And it's like... The Sarlacc's moving, like its tentacles are waving, and it's like this. It's just so cool the attention to detail. Even even thinking about how you'd even acquire something like that in a galaxy far, far away, you know, it's just it, God, it's just amazing how much yeah. detail they put into this stuff. Um, and then, try to steal it, man. Jeez, I'd like to have one. Be, you know, kicked out of the park and interrogated <laughs> by Kylo Ren. That would add to the experience. Um, I'm sure they'd make it real. <laughs> And then um, we're running out of time. I, we did end up going just way off base here. We ended up going to Hollywood and going to Funko Hollywood. Oh, yeah. We're going to talk about that. I want to talk about that in a separate episode. But in Doc Ondar's is where you can buy other like lightsabers. I'm going to be talking about the one that I built in this, like to end this, because it's like I think the the big thing about this world or about this trip was which you talked one of the about in the I was last looking episode. Forward even. To. Right. Yeah. Um, but you can buy different color kyber crystals. So when you build your lightsaber, they, that you get a, a kyber crystal, but you can only pick one color. You can buy other colors there. You can buy replicas. So I could, I could have bought Kylo Ren's lightsaber. I could have bought Darth Vader's, Darth Maul, you know. How those. many options were there to choose from? There was a whole like display case. So um, many of them, you don't even know, you know the number. Mace Windu and all of them. Yep. Really? They give you like a little case with it, but then you got to buy the blade separate. But there was that thing. many options. You don't even because I thought you were going to say six or ten. Uh, there, there was, was probably ten ish. Really, I would say yeah. Um, but main characters, obviously. But yeah, and I, I honestly would probably go and someday buy one. I think it, they're that high quality. That Another cool. one, you mean from um, the one you got? But like a Luke Skywalker. Oh, one. You know? Oh, right. Yeah. Um, oh, not your own. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Yeah. I would make another one if I. Yeah, it's sure. Yeah. But um, well, when we go. Yeah. 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 Um. So. It was just like I said. I just wish that like you know how we have Scooter G's here in Appleton. Yeah. Like I wish we had Doc Ondars here in Appleton. Yeah. No. Can- oh God. Like I would. Well, look at just how much go there on a Saturday afternoon and kill an hour. Look at how we geeked out about that. Star Wars themed restaurant in Green Bay that right. really wasn't as Star Wars themed as we expected, but still was cool to go to, you know? Yeah, we traveled, you know, to do that. Yeah. Um, I think that's all I've got as far as the shops. There's there's another one that we didn't go to. First You're not going to talk more about your lightsaber experience? That's what I'm going to be talking oh, about now. okay. Um, so then, Savi's Workshop. So this was something I booked ahead of time, and... I ended up doing it at the end of the, di- the the trip, at the end of the day, and so I could take some cool pictures and so I didn't have to carry it around. Um, but so what you get with the lightsaber experience, and I'll go through the experience in a second, but what you physically get is 
the hilt, the blade, a pin that designates which uh, group that you ended up picking. So there's peace and justice, power and control, element and nature, and um, the last, I always forget the last one. It's like, uh, it's like protection and something protection security security something something like that that's what i was thinking about when i asked you if those are the options i was oh no you're talking about actual characters lightsabers yes there was four yeah in in the savi's workshop where you make your own lightsaber four groups and then you got to pick pieces from each individual each group to build your lightsaber. and you chose which one peace and justice okay because that one was close most closely uh, most close in the type or the look, the feel, as the prequel trilogy mm. um, lightsabers, and I. Which that's is what, what brought I, you into the Star you know, Wars. Yeah, yeah, like I just really like, I liked that look of them. Um, Plus, I mean, kind of what they stand for is kind of like. Uh, yeah, and like elements sad. in nature. That was like you could put a rancor tooth at the end. Like oh, I just really? didn't like that's cool, but I just didn't want that to be on my lightsaber. And it had like leather elements and wood elements. I just it wasn't. Yeah. Um, power and control was a Sith category, oh, right. so it was like darker. You know, the, just, just like cool, looked I, more like Darth Vader, Darth the dark Maul, side. You know, Darth yeah, Maul, which is cool, but I don't. Yeah. Um, I'm on the light side. And then the last one, it was more of the High Republic. I don't know if you ever got into those books right. or video games, but it was like more of like kind of like artifacty and like more golds and those types of colors kind of put into it. And sure. I, the one I ended up picking Government was pretty much kinda. all black and silver. And I, I kind of was like, ah, you know, you, you think back and you're like, maybe you should have got a piece with a little more gold in it. It would have been cool. You know, but either way, I'm very happy with it. Oh, that. it's very ornate. Even with just two colors, it's very ornate. And so then you got, like I said, the hilt, the blade, which is an LED blade. Um, the, uh, there's LEDs on here. I, uh, pin, and then you got a the, sheath. The carrying, carrying case. case. The sheath is. I mean, that alone. When I saw it, I'm like, Yeah, I know you paid some money for this, but it's a freaking nice case. Yeah, I carry. That's how I got it back. Like I put it in that and brought it on the plane. So and it survived <laughs> the trip on that. It's like a foam. Yeah, it's, you know, it's a pretty imp- and it's got the the lightsaber, you know, with a star emblem on it and everything. I mean, it's. It's really well done. Yeah, they you, you paid yeah. some money for this, but you got you got some quality items. Yes, yes. And that um, lightsaber is heavy. Yes. Um. So, I mean, not too heavy, but I mean, you know, it's real steel. Right. It's, it's not. It's not plastic. No. God no. Um. So when you walk in, they have a whole spiel about you know we've collected pieces of lightsabers and we've honed our craft and we've got you know all these things that we want to pass on this knowledge to you and you know. They really played up of like you know you're 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 going to be a part of the force and use the force to put this together. And this is what a Jedi would go through, right? And so you get to pick your your Kyber crystal color. In Savi's, you got to pick red, green, blue, or purple. On uh, Doc Ondor's, you could pick also. Uh, you got the chance to get a black one if you. It's like a chase type deal. If you you get a red one, there's some some of them have the black and then a As white a bonus. Yeah, there's like a, it's not every single one. It's like one in a hundred or whatever. Um, so you pick out your 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 um, kyber crystal, and they're like, this is what powers the lightsaber, blah, blah. And then you're like at a station, a workshop station, and then they give you the tray of parts, and you get to pick like 
within that tray of parts, this isn't like, oh, just put all the parts together. Like, you pick your pieces out of that tray. You get to create it on your own. There's multiple options to choose from each piece. Which, side note, I get on, so, um, you know, I'm worried about taking this thing on the plane. And I go, I'm like, can we bring a lightsaber on the plane? TSA has a special thing for lightsabers. Like, not Star Wars, not Disneyland, not Disney. Like, the TSA has, in one of their frequently asked questions, can you bring a lightsaber on? And they go, although the technology doesn't exist for real lightsabers, you can bring your toy lightsaber on a plane. Seriously. You can check it, or you can, you know, do a carry-on. That's a frequently May the force asked- be with you. Like, that's how they have it they even phrased say it in, like, in the, like, you go to the official TSA government agency's website, and they talk about bringing lightsabers on a plane. Because the question's been asked that Because many there's times. so many people going to these, you know. Oh, my God. So, huh. I'm, like, in a line, and, like, there, I see a guy next to me who's got a lightsaber, too, and they're like, oh, you need to put it through this x-ray machine. I don't know what was special about the one I was in, but. So, it's in the, the sheath, and it goes through. And it comes out on the other side, and Michaela grabs mine, and the guy's like, oh, I've got one, too. Can we just make sure that, like, this one's yours and this one's mine? Can we just make sure? And so, like, I had my tag still on, and I, like, kind of wrapped it a certain way, so I knew it was mine. And he's like, oh, yeah, you had your tag on. But I'm like, let's pull him out anyway. So he pulls his out, and I'm, like, expecting a Rancor tooth or something. It's, like, the exact same one as mine. Oh, I thought you were going to say. And then, (laughs) and you started tooling. Like the, oh, I told my family when we got through security, I'm like, I only I had to dual Darth. He Vader. was a Sith the whole time. They let me through security, but I had to dual Darth Vader to get through, and I lost an arm, but or I lost a hand. And wouldn't you know it, he was a distant relative of mine. That was weird. <laughs> so clearly playing. I out. am your father. And so, of I course, he thought that's where you're gonna go with that story. He, he pulls it out, and I'm like, oh, mine's like. Almost exactly like yours. And then I'm like, well, what color is yours? And he lights it up. It's green. I had my green kyber lighted up. They're both green. I'm like, Shit. I'm like I know it's mine. We don't right, need to. Yeah, and yeah. this guy from the other line, he walks over to us and is like, just so you guys know, you're the only two in the entire airport that can tell the difference between those two lights. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Yeah, thanks, buddy. So um, so you get this, and they, they help you out with putting the pieces together, and you get to pick, you know. And one of mine, um, the one that I picked – it only had like a D ring on the end, so I knew going into it, I actually 3D printed a little like uh, a little belt clip that I could actually carry my hilt on me, you know, when I went to ride the Millennium Falcon, like uber nerd that I am, <laughs> and uh, on my on my belt. Um, but so you you put this thing all together, and you put your kyber crystal in, you put it all together, screw all the parts together, and then they go, okay, now we're gonna you know call in the force, whatever. And they put it in this tube, and you don't see it. And they already had put the lightsaber uh, blade in there. And so they know how to do it, and they know. And they, they put it in, and they go, okay, everybody turn yours on at the same time. And then you turn it on, and everybody's lights up, you know, the colors. All and then, at the same and time. And then the, the little, like, glass, like, rotates over it, reveals the lightsaber blade. And you pick it up, and they're like, oh, and Yoda's voice is, you know, what the force and it's such that's a the climax cool moment. Then, yes, right there. you hold it up. I'd send you that video actually yeah, of, yeah. of us doing that. Yeah. And so it just—it was so cool to be able to be a part of that. The permagrain like, on Monty's face oh, actually lit up the the video more than the lighting in the area did. So just a couple things. Actually, like I said, you can 
pick the kyber crystal, obviously, that you want, but you can buy other kyber crystals. And then I bought um, two. I bought the purple and the red one on eBay. But you say, actually, it's just – so, sorry to ruin the magic for you, <laughs> Nikki. Um, it's actually an RFID trip. So, like, yeah. how you get into your, you know, office building, like, that chip is in there in each color that tells the lightsaber to, you know, light up blue. Like or light a fob. So, they actually have – the different sounds for the different colors. So, like I said, I've got the purple one Each in right now. Each color has its own sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I've got the purple one in right now. But, so, like, if I have... So, that's me. That's I don't know if you heard that, but that's me taking the blade out. So, that's even... Like, I'll put the blade back. Even right. removing the blade makes a noise. And then, if you try to turn it on, it's, like, shorts out. Right, stuff, yeah. Know? So... It's just kind of those little things that, like... That's without the blade. It shorted out. Like, that's... Now, now this is awesome. So, when it lights up, too, it's not just, like, it turns on, like, a light bulb. It's, like, lights up from the bottom. From the bottom and gradually goes up like the lightsaber does. it does the same thing coming down. It comes down from the top down like a lightsaber would. (laughs) And just the noise. (laughs) I mean, the, the full... Sound effect going yeah, I mean, on from the... I didn't even wave it around. I mean, yeah, even the noise it makes when you move it around—that's <laughs> so freaking cool, man! Yeah. Oh my god! So, it's it's heavy. It, it feels like the real deal. It's just a fun thing. It's something that like I'll remember for the rest of my life. I'll have for the rest of my life. I 3D printed like a little wall mount for it so I can display it. Um, like I said, I got a couple different colors now, and, like, it's just something that just is, like, like Mickey said, it's expensive, but it was, I think, it, for somebody who's a Star Wars fan, it was worth the money. Well, the experience alone, plus you've got this amazing thing that I might just buy to have, even right. without having gone through the experience, because, yeah, it's expensive, and when you think about that particular item in the grand scheme of things, you're not going to remember the money, but right. you got this thing for the rest of your life, well, and you're going to remember everything about it. You know? So I showed it to my, you know, cousins and my uncle when I came back from Disneyland, and like we went out because, of course, you know, it's California. They live a couple blocks away from the beach, so we went out at the beach at night, and I'm like, you know, waving. Like my cousin was like, "Hey, we should take some pictures out there." So we took pictures, oh, yeah. you know, on the beach with at the night ocean with in the, the background with the lightsaber, and like there's guys that were like on their balconies, like. Hey, turn on the lightsaber again. So, oh, I, like, really? turn it on. They're taking pictures and they're cheering for me. And I mean, like, with the vast ocean in the background, mm-hmm. that had to be a beautiful the ocean. picture. Yeah. I mean, just just the light that illuminates off there. Oh, and, it's boring the too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. J- like to be up there and to see just the light and yeah, how it casts on the water. On the beach and all of a sudden, zoom. yeah, just the way it illuminates over the. Oh man, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. But like, kind of the same theme, I guess, as everything else in disneyland it, it was an experience right it wasn't just you go and buy some you could do that like i said with the other lightsabers with the other items you can buy a holocron you know a sith one and a jedi one and you know, i guess the kyber crystals you put those in there and they do something you know have different, different phrasing and light up differently right um but uh i guess the only other thing that i want to talk about with the whole situation with the kyber crystals is there's people that figured out what those codes were. I was talking about those RFID chips, and they have like RFID writers, so they just like rewrote the RFID chip to be like, if it's a green one, just rewrote it to blue so that your lightsaber lights up blue. 
All right. You know, so there's people like that that take that to a whole nother, you know. Yeah, I guess they know what they're doing, too. So well, so they save money, then. Kind of. I mean, it's like a $60 tool to like a RFID right. writer, you know. So, so maybe. Like you're saving kind of. Maybe $10. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, yeah, like I said, it was, just, it was just a fun experience. There's a lot of, you know. I, I I I really enjoyed my time there, and I like I said, there's just so much. We didn't even go to the Droid Depot. You can build your own droid. Yeah, you know, we didn't even go to that. Yeah, and we mentioned like that in the last podcast. Thing. Yeah, that'd you be know, cool. Because um, you were were you thinking about maybe buying one? No, too? I I was when we did, when Mi- I was gonna either do that or the lightsaber. Right. And Michaela um, was like, when I was like, oh, there's spots open. She's like, well sign up for it you know when are you going to be able to come back here and do this yeah, you know? that's the thing and I'm, it's not like i'm going to go and buy a lightsaber every time i go there and no i'm not even going to go there that often yeah. anyways but um i mean just to let like i said there's the same actors you know in the workshop that are you know same quality of you know Selling. there was some things that kind of ruined it you know like they're talking about they're like green and blue and purple and red and then like a three-year-old not a three-year-old probably like a Five or six year old goes. I, I want the red one. It's like, eh, I kind of ruined the magic, but that's okay. Everybody likes. I think that happens with Padawans. Padawans are children. Too. Younglings yeah. don't know how to hold their tongue. Yeah, exactly. They're still children, even oh. in a galaxy far, far away. But, uh, but yeah, it, it just like I said, it it was just a fun time. It's something I'll I'll talk about for a long time. It's something that, you know, that really Star Wars Galaxy's Edge was the big thing that i want like we went to i mean we had to go back to there anyways because my my savvy's workshop reservation but we went to star wars galaxy's edge like one of the very first things we did we left went to lunch went to disneyland california adventure which because we had to come out of the park to go to lunch went to the avengers campus went to dinner went back to star wars galaxy's edge and spent more time like i could have spent you know Oh, right. You know, that was what I wanted to do. That was one of the biggest things that I wanted to but do. But you had a two-year-old, and your, your wife's into this stuff, but well, she's pregnant. And, and even even if it wasn't that my wife was pregnant, and even if I had a 16-year-old, you just cannot do oh, it Oh, no. Like you, exactly. Not you in just, one day. And, not, and, and it's not like you would have a good time even if you did. Like, you'd just be running back and forth, you know, right. and wouldn't be able to really enjoy it, you know, as much as – it deserves to be enjoyed. Right, yeah. No matter who you're with and how much time you're doing, yeah. Right. Um, and I think that's everything. Did you have any questions? You you watched, did you watch that special? I think you, you mentioned you watched a couple videos, but did you ever end up watching any of specials on Disney Plus? There are some Disney Plus specials coming on, or that are on, on Disney Plus right now, but there's also, like, a Disney World, Disneyland series that's going to be on disney plus that actually goes into the history of the rides and behind oh, no. the scenes of the ride so it's kind of like it's already good timing. It's going no to... like end of this month it would have been better timing because we could have talked about that but yeah. we're already at a long episode you know not to throw in like a whole other tv show's worth of information but right. um good timing i guess for our episode because that's coming out so that'll be something i'll probably you know watch one every once in a while you know yeah i didn't an episode on i didn't you know, watch the haunted mansion or whatever and they've got an episode on you know the uh rise of the resistance and you know so um that'll be you know but uh yeah and the, and the other things like 
from like because I know I tried to convince Mickey to fly from the yeah, East right. Coast, yeah. come to Disneyland for a day with me. Um, as a guy, you've seen it, you know, videos and things that have been. Any other questions or any things that you're just like, I guess. No, I mean, curious about or that we, you're like while you were there, what what did you have? I, I mean, I think you've answered it. Anything I might have had question that you've had, I, I'd have to be there. I have been there, right, in order to actually talk about your experience. But no, I, I mean, you did a pretty good job explaining everything you saw, and like you said, there's still so much more you could see and right. and immerse yourself into even more. So yeah, I just yeah. gotta go. Yeah, I don't have any questions. I just have even more. Right urgency to go and eagerness to go you know let me know when you go and maybe i'll swing it in 10 years yeah um (laughs) right (laughs) when the the twins are working their own jobs when they're 10 years old you know there's two 10 year olds and a 12 year old that just sounds so much better than two two year olds and a four year old and anyways pray for me um good thing you got a lightsaber so that's all i got to say i guess about galaxy's edge about avengers campus one of the other things that the interactions that I had was really cool um, bit of information. You're going to get jealous, and this isn't me, like, facetious jealous, like, oh, I had my, you know, lightsaber clip. My cousin, so she is her, her so obviously California. Um, I, didn't, I don't think I mentioned that we went there to see family, too, and we were in that area, so we went to Disneyland. Um my cousin, her dad lives, is a neighbors with a person who is a stunt actor. And this individual. Like next been, door neighbors. She, her dad is, yep. This individual has been in movies like um, Captain America, uh, Winter Soldier, mm-hmm. uh, and a couple other. I'm not going to give away too much. I asked her through my cousin that we could have her on the episode on the podcast because she's worked on the Mandalorian. This she's a stunt woman. Yes. Really? Yep. And she No kidding. Out of respect for her, I'm not gonna say too much more because she didn't she's had stalkers and you know she doesn't want to like she put really, her information out there because Because of what she does she's because had of stalkers. what she's done. Yeah. What she does. Um so she's gonna be on the Book of Boba Fett. Like, she's a really? stunt actor in that series coming up. And she's going to be on season three of The Mandalorian, which is going to start filming at the end of this year. People know who she is well enough to be as a stunt person? She's got an IMDb page. Yep. And she's had stalkers. God. Um, so, and she's got a family, and she's trying to protect that. Right. You know. I, yeah, that's, so that's totally why I'm not, like I said, I'm not no. going to say her name. Or Out of respect, yeah, we don't. So, she's friends with. The stunt actor who does the Mandalorian stunts, as well as so this is what blew my mind. She, there's Pedro Pascal, the guy that when the mask is off, he's on camera. The stunt guy who's doing the stunts when they're filming, and then another actor when Pedro Pascal isn't underneath the armor. Three people play the Mandalorian. And I don't know if this is ruining your perception no apparently pedro pascal's kind of a butthole well i, I think we talked about that and the other guy got kicked off the show or we thought he got kicked off the show i think we talked yeah, about that there was early something on. so Turns the other guys kind of joke around about him and his personality and like i said something like hey could you get his autograph and she's like for many reasons i won't 
But apparently he, like, asked the guys that are, like, in the suit most often. He's like, hey, I keep getting questions from people about what it's like to be in the Mandalorian armor. Can you, like, how is it? What is it like? And it's like, just put on the mat. Like, what do you, like... He's, I guess he's kind of pretentious and yeah. Really? Yeah. So yeah. Well, and I think because wasn't he bitching about not being able to take the mask off in so many episodes I, in the first yeah, season? I, I think we know. talked like, about. That. I guess it's un- it's uncomfortable and whatever, but it's like, hey, that's what you but, signed up for. Yeah, you know? and you're in the show, and no one's ever heard of you before this, so maybe enjoy what you've got. You yeah, know? he was in uh, Game of Thrones, but other than that, I don't know of any other. I didn't he was know in the latest Wonder Woman movie. Did you know he um, was in Game of Thrones though? Before yeah. Mandalorian. Yeah, yeah, he before was before Mandalorian. Yeah, you did. Yeah, you you knew that name. I might have known. I knew. When they said he was going to be the Mandalorian, I was like, oh, that guy from... Oh, right. You know. But that's how you think about it. Oh, yeah. he's that guy from Game of Thrones. Now you know he's the Mandalorian. Yeah. So maybe he should get over himself and appreciate what he's got. You so, know? yeah, kind of. But, so, one of the actors, and I don't know if it's... I don't think it's the stunt guy. I think it's the actor. He's actually John Wayne's grandson. No kidding. So. Yeah, so how do we get this to, to, to your cousin? My cousin's dad is neighbors with her, and they're good friends. Like with, she had her number and was texting her on the couch next to me with this woman asking who, questions. Who is been, has been stalked? Has she, the stunt woman. with yes, she's a stunt woman that has worked with them and with other. And she's, she's been on other big them. movies. Yeah. She's friends with these like, people. Yeah, no kidding. Because she works with them. They're coworkers of hers. So how? Who, who did you ask to have her on the show? You asked I your asked cousin? my cousin. My cousin was texting her, asking her questions about what she's been on, what she's doing. And she and confirmed said, while you were there that she'd come onto their podcast. No, she said she wouldn't because of oh, those she things. She's trying to protect oh. her. I'm like, I thought we you said get her on the gonna. podcast. That would be amazing. Yeah, I thought you said she was going to. A multitude of reasons. Yeah. So I, I asked because I had to ask the question. I'm like, can we get some autographs? I'm going to send a Black Series Mandalorian action figure to my cousin who's going to give it to her, and the guy who plays the Mandalorian stunt double and the actor are going to sign it and get it back to me. But she's not going to get Pedro Pascal's because she doesn't even want to. Yeah. Really? But you're getting theirs. No kidding, man. That's awesome. She's like, oh, yeah. She's like, I could totally do that. She's like, I I just want to. They're that good like, friends that she's just going to do it. Yeah. With and she's even, like. She doesn't like, know who you are. She texted my cousin and is like, let him know, like, his passion is his excitement for all of this. Like, I'm so happy that you there's people like that out there who allow me to do what I do and have my passions and be able to make a living doing something so cool and what I'm doing. Right. I'm like, I totally appreciate you guys and what you do. And, like, there's a whole – we just think and focus on those main actors, but there's a whole cast and crew of people right. that make this happen. Yeah. And just – But she's humble aware. enough to – have you so speaking of that? Have you ever heard of the show Main Cabin Masters? Mm-mm. It's on HGTV, you know, like DIY television. It's a show these these people are in Maine. They go around the state helping people. You know, they rebuild their cabins and stuff that are falling apart and depleting and all that stuff. Well, we we visited their headquarters and one of the guys, one of the main stars oh. from the show, we actually met him. Oh, that's he awesome. was working on something right there at the main, and he was all sweaty and stuff. But yeah. It was cool to meet him too. You yeah, know? yeah. So right. Like these are real they're, people. They're just people. You know? yeah, yeah, they're they're people. You know. But so I was I was like, can I get blown another, away? Can I get an autograph too? Do you want? Yeah, I mean, give me. Some, I have the Mandalorian, the, the pop. I'd right. like to I'm get like, that. I should get that sign. If you know? I could get that sign, that'd be awesome. So 
Um, God, I'm going to try so to get cool. something that she's been into. We like, don't want to overdo it either. No, no. But at the same time, it's like you don't get these type of opportunities. No, and she's willing, and it's your, your cousin. It's not like somebody you met who you, who knows somebody. It's not seven steps to seven bacon. Yeah. Kevin, seven bacon? Kevin seven bacon. bacon. I mean, this is your cousin who's friends with her, so mm-hmm. you're not going too far out of bounds. No, but, yeah. right. And so – that's awesome. I was I was just blown away. She's just like this was like the last day. Like I was about ready to leave to go to the airport. And I'm like, you wait until now to drop this information. Oh, she on never me? told you this before. I, I don't know. I mean, it's it's you know. You're not talking. I mean, they you, live you, that close to Hollywood. It shouldn't surprise. But me you've talked to your cousin enough over the years and stuff. This should yeah. have been. I mean, this information I, should have been I, given to you a long time ago. I mean, maybe she knew you'd be like, well, she oh, I want to do it now. We got to get more autographs. Well, and I'm like. We go visit her now. Like, yeah. Know. Can I meet her? Can I meet her? Can I live in her house? So, yeah. <laughs> can I, I'll clean her toilet. not wanting to come on our, our podcast. <laughs> I'll clean her toilet, I swear. <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I mean, obviously they live in that area, Hollywood, L.A. Right, whatever, yeah, you know, you're going to meet people. That's where they film this stuff, and that's, you know. But just kind of a cool. Yeah, that's like, awesome. Really cool Monty and Mickey moment where I'm like, right. that's awesome. That And you actually have a direct tie. I mean, you're. She was texting her. Yeah, like I mean, it's not like it's a long lost cousin. It's a cousin you were out visiting, for God's sake, man. Yeah, that's awesome. Anyways, that's I don't think that I'm not old after hearing that, but yeah. Having said that, getting old is mandatory, but growing up is optional. Thanks, guys. That's your tauntaun. There there actually was a tauntaun there. I'll pull that up in a second. You must have taken the noise. That's a lot bigger. She was afraid of the wampa. Oh right. She's it's a, a lot bigger too. Time, too. Well, they're way bigger than that stuff down there. Uh, Holy crap, that sounds real. Do you feel noise? Yeah, that's cool. I said that sounds real like I've seen a real tiger. <laughs> that sounds like the one in the forest I saw the other day. <laughs> I think I've lost my grip on reality. So tell me about your tauntaun. Come on, don't be shy. You like your tauntaun? <laughs> Was that you or your tauntaun? What's your tauntaun's name? <laughs> That's good. Did you come up with that yourself? She's like, who is this idiot? <laughs> Taunt, taunt, taunt. I'm just going to break into song. <laughs> <laughs>